Can you make money flipping houses in low-income areas? You better believe it. On today's video, I'm gonna break down what defines low income, who your ideal buyer is, the five simple steps to determining your offer price, and what to avoid. Get ready to learn everything you need to know about flipping houses in low-income areas, coming up. Hi, it's Jerry Norton, and if you know my story, you know I was working in construction in my mid-20s, earning minimum wage, when I started flipping houses in Detroit 15 years ago, and I became a millionaire by the age of 30, and I did it flipping low-income houses, and I'm going to show you how to do the same. But before we really dig in, it's important to put things in proper perspective. So let's start at the 40,000-foot level and then get down in the weeds. When it comes to flipping houses, there are different methods, such as wholesaling and fix and flip, but there are also different markets, and how you flip houses drastically drastically changes based on the market. Think of your market as a geographical area, such as a metro area like Greater Atlanta, which comprises the city and the surrounding suburbs. This is the general area where you will farm for leads and flip houses. But let's get a little more granular. A submarket is an area within your general market, such as a county, a zip code, a city, or even a neighborhood. Now, what we know about real estate is values are based on location. For example, I just did a fix and flip deal in Scottsdale, Arizona that was 3,000 square feet that I sold for over a million dollars. But that same 3,000 square foot house in inner city Chicago might be worth 100,000 or even much less. My point is this, how you flip houses and who you flip houses to changes significantly based on where you flip houses. Having said that, let's talk low income. I'm going to break down what defines low income, who your ideal buyer is, who your ideal buyer is, how to understand them, the five simple steps to determining your offer price, and some tips on what to avoid. And stay to the end of this video because I'm going to share a really cool story where I made over $250,000 in 12 months flipping low income houses to one buyer. But first, if we've never met, I'm Jerry Norton, and this channel is dedicated to helping you make money right now in real estate, not later in 10 or 20 years, or even three to five years, but right now so that you can achieve true financial freedom and live your dream life. Consider subscribing to my channel, click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. First of all, I define low income as neighborhoods where retail homes sell for under 100,000. Retail meaning nice homes that homeowners buy. So $100,000 retail would be the high side of low income. The bottom of low income is what we would call a war zone or the ghetto, where homes don't even really sell retail, they only sell to buy and hold slumlords. So even with low income, we have different levels. So first let's talk about your ideal buyer that you're gonna flip to. As a wholesaler, the lower you go, the more you transition from fix and flippers to buy and hold investors. And that just makes sense, right? Less people buy homes and more people rent as you go down in value in an area. For wholesalers, here's why this matters. Wholesaling to a low income buy and hold investor is different than wholesaling to a fix and flipper. The difference is a buy and hold investor is looking at cash flow and a fix and flipper is looking at after repair value. A buy and hold investor is gonna look at repair costs much differently than a fix and flipper. For example, a low income buy and hold investor probably isn't gonna install granite countertops and replace the cabinets, right? They understand the nature of their tenants and they usually do the bare minimum to make the home livable. Now, I'm not here to pass judgment, I'm just stating how it is. Remember, wholesaling is figuring out what a local active investor will pay for a particular deal, then acquiring the contract for less than that price so that you can make a profit flipping it to them. It's your job to learn who your ideal buyer is and how they analyze deals. 
but watch this video to learn the three different methods for determining your offer price when wholesaling. Now, the easiest way to wholesale low income is just to find out what other cash buyers are paying and then make offers and get contracts below that number. For example, if distressed homes on average are selling for $40,000 cash in a given area, make offers for $30,000 cash, so you have a $10,000 wholesale fee. This is how I made millions in my first five years as a flipper in Detroit. Here are the five steps to follow. Step number one, choose a specific neighborhood in a low-income area. It doesn't matter where, just make sure you understand where the neighborhood boundaries are. Step number two, acquire a list of sold cash transactions during the past six months. You can buy a list from a data provider or a real estate agent can run a report for you. Step number three, determine the average cash sold price for homes in that neighborhood. Step four, subtract your desired wholesale fee, let's say $10,000, from that number, and now you have your maximum allowable offer, MAO, for making offers in that area. Step five, once you have a contract, take your deal to the same list of cash buyers from step two. They are the most ideal buyers for your deal because they previously bought a home for cash in that same neighborhood. Now you may have to do further research to find their phone numbers. This is called skip tracing. Watch this video to learn more. Now don't overcomplicate it. It's really that simple. In fact, all I did was drive for dollars following these five steps and I wholesaled three to five deals consistently every month with nothing more than a car and a phone. Now let me give you a few words of caution. First, don't fix and flip in low income areas. That's not a good idea. If you wanna fix and flip, get out of low income and go in neighborhoods that retail for over 100,000. Watch this video to learn more about why you shouldn't fix and flip in low income areas. Tip number two when flipping in low income areas is to be safe. If you're physically gonna be driving for dollars and you're gonna be looking at homes, then be careful. You may be in a high crime area and you may run into squatters in homes and you don't wanna put yourself in harm's way. I could tell you some stories. Consider a concealed permit, learning self-defense, and if you're a lady, always have someone else with you. Plan most of your field stuff early in the morning. The riffraff doesn't come out until later in the day and never be in dangerous areas after dark. Be smart and be safe. Here's why I love wholesaling low income so much. In my experience, all low income buy and hold investors want more rentals. It doesn't matter if they own a hundred, they want more. It's like crack and they're addicted. That means they're always wanting to buy another one. But what I found is when it comes to acquisitions or acquiring a property, they are lazy. They don't wanna farm for leads and make lots of offers and do all of the work to find find another deal. They hate acquisitions. They just want another property and they just want to do their landlord thing. That provides a huge opportunity for a wholesaler to find and bring them deals and they will be repeat customers. And I'm glad you stayed to the end of this video because I want to share with you a really cool story to just illustrate how cool this is. I remember one investor in Detroit, his name was Rin. He was an immigrant from Cambodia. Now, I don't know where he got his money, but he loved the really cheap stuff in Detroit. Now, it didn't take me long to figure out how much he was willing to pay for houses so I would get contracts for like five or $10,000 and I would wholesale them to him for seven to $10,000 more. Well, I flipped him over 25 properties during a 12 month period. As fast as I could get them, he would buy them. And that was just one of my buyers. That's what you can do with wholesaling low income. Now the key to successfully flipping houses is having a systematic way to manage all of the moving parts. That's why I took my 15 years experience flipping hundreds and probably now thousands of deals and I created an all-inclusive cloud-based house flipping deal management system called Flipster. Now if you've never heard of Flipster, not only does it organize, streamline, and automate all of the steps to flipping houses, but it actually finds deals and it finds cash buyers. So you can use it to flip low-income houses 
like I explained in this video. It's really awesome, so whether you're looking to do your first deal or you're already doing deals every month, Flipster can take you to that next level. So if you're into flipping houses, you owe it to yourself to check it out, just click the link in the description. So leave a comment, let me know if you flip houses in low-income areas and how it's been for you, and let me know if you're going to start flipping in low-income areas after watching this video. If you learned something, be sure to show some love, hit that like button, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. I'm dedicated to helping you make more money in less time flipping houses so you can live your dream life. And remember, it's not about the money, it's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything you want in life. That's what it's all about, and I'll see you on the next video.